Hi, this is Andrew from Suffolk Park and uh, here at the markets with the glorious Rachel. Just come back from two months in the US of A, planting medical marijuana at 8,200 feet up in Colorado. And this friend of mine, Abe, who owns the place, he went off to Denver. So there I was in his cabin about 1 a.m. in the morning after planting all this marijuana and uh, seeds and things and washing 10 days worth of dishes for him. This um, big creature came underneath the cabin. I'm pretty sure it was a bear. Could have been a raccoon. But anyway, all this noise, all this racket, I thought, holy hell, it's a bear. Here I am, no phone, no power, no car. <laughs> what do I do? So I, I've pulled down his rifle off the thing. I checked how to use it in the flashlight, in the torch, etc., etc. And then I thought, okay, no, a rifle's not the best approach to this creature. I'm going to use prayer and meditation. So I sat there and just went to a calm space and connected with the animal spirit. Anyway, finally went away after about an hour. And at uh, 5 a.m. I then went out on the porch and I went, hallelujah, yahoo for sunrise. <laughs> it was a bit freaky, but very good. Hello, hello, hello. My name's Mark Boyle, or they just call me Jolly. I'm doing a workshop at Starseed Gardens. Spirit of nature, connecting with nature spirits like fairies, divas and elves. Dan at Starseed asked me to do the one up here, but I've been working with spirit for a while. I'm with the, I'm actually from Newcastle, so I'm with the spiritualist church in Newcastle. I do a mediumship as well, but it's all led into working with nature spirit, which has been a passion as long as I can remember. Where did it start for you? Early childhood has always been a passion just to get out into the nature. And I've always believed that there's more to it. Always had an absolute fascination with spirit. What do you put across in a workshop? Teach Mainly showing people that they're already aware of the nature spirits, that they do work with them every day. And it's, and it's trusting that communication. And that the nature spirits are really excited to just even be acknowledged. And just to feel the love and the joy that can come through from that and realise that we're already doing it. So, and, it, and it's it's a beautiful feeling when, when, you, when you do realise that. So. What are some of the things that are happening every day for you? Every day, I, I'm finding, like today, so many like-minded people. And, and it's actually really surprising, and in a good way. I would have thought it would be, I don't want to say, a little bit harder, but it's not. It's actually surprising and, and really pleasing that they're finding their way through into people's lives like this so easily. So, so you're not from Byron, you're just here to do this workshop? What's yep. the reaction like around the rest of the country the way you've been? Well, in Newcastle it's obviously different to Byron Bay, but the crew that I work with have been brilliant and I've been doing some workshops down Dangar Island, which is, like, Byron Bay is beautiful, but Dangar Island is this magical place. We do workshops in a cave overlooking the Horsebury River. It's an original birthing cave, so that was very interesting, connecting with the spirit there. I think you're just attracted to like-minded people no matter where you go. Definitely here, it's just awesome. Do you see things or is it just a feeling? Well, it's different for everyone. I, th I think you can see them or feel them or hear them. It just depends on what senses you're developing. We work with all of them, bring them all out, but I think ultimately you're going to have a strength in one way or the other. Even just a, a knowing, you don't need to see or hear or anything. I find the more I work with them, the clearer it gets visually for me. But ultimately I think a direct knowing would come with that as well. Hello. Hi Rachel, Paul Jones here for Grab the Rail. And we've got a campaign again going here at the markets for the bypass on the rail corridor. 
Well, we're here today and we're here for the next three weeks because Council has exhibited its DA for the bypass. And part of, part of their overall scheme of, uh, of things is uh, not only to turn this Butler Street uh, right here by the markets into the main road, so it will become the main road between Bowler and Ewingsdale. Uh, so it goes from a sleepy back road to a main road. They've also got eyes on the, the market ground here to turn it into a car park. So we're really deep in battle now to sort of preserve our neighbourhood preserve the, the amenity and this great market ground and preserve our street and our heritage precinct and our ecology down the end of the road, which is the SEP 14 wetlands. It's all on because these guys are just ploughing right through the guts of us. Look, we've had our engineers looking at it because we're putting up you know, the alternative proposal and you know it's phenomenal where they're going. They're intending to go down into SEP 14 wetlands, which are at least two metres, up to two metres below the finished road level. Plus they've got God knows what sort of swampy ground that they've got to remove in order to get proper foundation. They're going to build a massive embankment. The amount of fill is mind-boggling and yet they've got right next door a built embankment which they just need to extend. It's a very easy build off the edge of an already denuded strip of forest. Instead they want to go through virgin forest take out 1.6 hectares of forest and build a massive embankment which is just going to have enormous broader impact on that pristine area that's down there now. Hello, 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 hello. They're upgrading the roundabout at the police station to four lanes. Now we all know that that's already a bottleneck and you know it's a choke point and they still intend to bring all the vehicles through there which is, which, which is why we're saying right from the beginning look this is just not good enough. What they're proposing is hugely destructive and it's so half-baked, it's like their pothole-fixing approach. It's like throw anything at them, just get something done. And it's a crap response, it's a crap um, you know, solution because it, you know, it's not going to do the job. So they're going to fix our bypass like they fix our potholes. We're here for the next three weeks. We're here to inform the public of what exactly is going on and the outrage that there is a fantastic solution available here that has nowhere near the impacts that they're, they're proposing. It's a brilliant solution. We've been harping on it for ages. It was, it was identified in 2001. We need people to get involved. We need them to, to submit to this DA process get a submission in and follow us through because we're going all the way to the bloody high court if we need to because let me tell you this doesn't stack up. We have so much confidence we're happy to stand in front of a judge and say look at this and look at that and what do you think. Big petition happening, we're looking for as many signatures as we get to go to the uh, Legislative Assembly. The Greens are behind us, Tamara Smith's going to, we'll get them to walk that into the, into the Legislative Assembly. We need submissions and we need financial support to help us mount this defence. You can find us on uh, Grab the Rail at Facebook and also on byrontrafficfix.org. Hello, 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 hello. BFM rocks, everybody.